0: So one of the biggest mistakes early on in my career, I was, I want to say 27, 28. I had not been in the business, I don't think two years, but of course, I knew, I knew it all. (laughs) Some, some, some 27 and 28 year olds today that I speak to, you know, communicate that to me as well. So please hear my story. Uh, I got a call for a space that I was leasing up in Lake Worth at a wonderful property called Ritchie Plaza. Ritchie Plaza was an L shaped center on Lake Worth Road in South Florida. Uh, Lake Worth was not the booming metropolis like some other submarkets in South Florida, not glamorous at all. In fact, the occupancy could have given you a clue. It was completely empty except for one tenant called the Thirsty Camel, and that was a bar that I think was only open after 5 p.m. Not only that, was the L-shape perpendicular to the street, so basically none of the spaces had visibility. It was also blocked by a Sherwin-Williams on the out parcel. So you've got this freestanding Sherwin-Williams building blocking the whole shopping center, but there was this fabulous end cap space right on the main drag. So I'm in the office one day and the phone rings and this guy's on the other line and the phone's crackling and he apologizes and he says, sorry, I'm on my cell phone. I hope you have, I hope you can hear me. And 30 years ago, that was a pretty rare thing which again, life gives you clues. That would would have been one good one for me to pay attention to, but no, I didn't. So I start the dialogue and he says, I'm interested in that end cap space you have. And I said, sure, it's 6,000 square feet, what's your business? And he says, oh, I'm going to open video stores. And I went, video stores, this space is too big. Again, me telling the, the client and the customer, you know, instead of asking. I said, 6,000 square feet, too big. And he goes, no, 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 I'm doing, I'm going to start this new company and I'm going to franchise it. And, you know, us leasing agents, we hear that all the time, right? You know, these American dreamers, which we love and we need, but probably what one out of 10 actually, you know, follow through with the, I'm going to franchise the concept. So I discounted him and I said, well, sorry guy, but you know, this is 6,000 square feet. It's got plumbing and electrical stubbed in it for a restaurant. My boss says we need to lease a restaurant, lease it to a restaurant space. So he said, oh, I'm very disappointed. I, you know, I really think it would be a great location for my new concept. And I said, well, um, sorry, you know, I just shut him down. I asked him no additional questions, bad. And back then we didn't have CRM and we didn't have cell phones. So we didn't have CRM, so we had this sheet, which we called it the tickler sheet, and we had a tickler file. Tickler meaning remind you, and I wrote on the prospect sheet, uh, he said, do me a favor, in case your boss changes his mind, I'm gonna give you my number and call me. Again, clue, the guy's gonna give me a cell phone number, you think that I would've thought that, you know, that was something to pay attention to, not. Arrogance, be careful. So I said, okay, well, what's your name? And he says, Wayne. And I said, and your last name? And he said, Heisinga. Well, I had no idea who Wayne Heisinger was, nor did I have the humility to ask him. And then he gave me his cell phone number. And I literally wrote on the prospect sheet, video store, 6,000 square feet, 6,000 square feet, ha. I so wish I had that sheet so I could frame it today and show it to everyone to learn a lesson. And then, what you did with the the prospect sheets is you had this accordion expandable brown, ugly brown colored file. And if it was a hot prospect, you would put it in the next month. But if it was not a hot prospect, you'd put it 12 months later. And basically, even if you thought they were garbage, you collected the prospect sheets so you could show your boss all of this activity you had, right? So I completely forget about this guy, Wayne. And I read the newspapers, but nothing connected the dots. And a year later, I go to pull out that month's prospect sheets and I'm going through them and up pops the prospect sheet for Wayne Heisinger, who, for those of you that don't know by now, he was the founder of Blockbuster Video. I actually think that I told my boss at the time, you're not gonna believe this, this crazy guy called about the 6,000 square foot end cap and he wanted to put in a video store. And I'm sure my boss and I both laughed about that. Had I only said one question, had I only asked him one question on that call, which would have been, sir, since this is a startup and something you're working on, what are you doing now, right? To see about his business acumen. He would have responded at that time that he was the chairman of waste management. And I probably would have showed him the space. So check your arrogance. You know, today in 2019, you really can't laugh at a lot of creative ideas because, you know, we were all, we all probably laughed when we thought that parents would put their 14 year old daughters in strange cars and transport them to locations and now we have uber so i think that we have all come around to the fact that you never know with creative ideas right but back then there wasn't a you know the technological advancement and the creativity with businesses didn't exist in the mid 80s you know we went from manufacturing to serve the service industry so today I think the world is way more open to creative ideas. But back then I am sure I told him about this crazy guy who called me and I'm sure he laughed because at the time I was leasing 15 shopping centers and every one of them but this one had a video store and they were all 1500 square feet. So, we just, our minds were not open enough to understand. Remember, we came from an era with Sears and Pennies and there weren't a lot of new retailers opening. In the 80s and 90s, we had this, you know, explosion of new retail concepts. And now, you know, we've had a a contraction to that, right? And now we're having an explosion of online retail. But back then, I am 100% positive I told him about it and he laughed with me. People say to me all the time, you know, what's more important, humility or ego? And I think in sales, if you don't have a very strong, healthy ego, there's no way you can put up with rejection that you deal with on a daily basis when you're prospecting. So I am sure I have had a level of arrogance in other situations, but none have ever came to fruition like this one. In fact, years later, I was chairing our industry conference called International Council of Shopping Centers, and it was in Orlando, Florida, and our keynote speaker was Wayne Heizinga. and I'm up on the dais, as the chairperson of this 2000 person event and he's sitting to my left. And I got to over lunch share with him the story, which of course he had absolutely no recollection. By then he had probably had a thousand stores open. He laughed and laughed and laughed. And then he got up and part of his keynote shared my story, which is completely okay because even though I may be arrogant and have an ego, I'm also humble enough to want my mistakes shared so you can learn lessons from that because over anything, I think I'm the ultimate teacher and I want you guys to learn from my mistakes. Hey guys, Beth Azor here. Thanks for coming to my YouTube channel. I hope you're enjoying the videos. I love to hear what you wanna hear about. You know, my specialties are prospecting, negotiating, social media, branding. I love to walk and talk. So send me some ideas and I will post a video. But more importantly, if you like the videos, press like, share them, and please subscribe. Thanks.